This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. How is she? Patient is breathing normally, Dr. Kasperzak, and she's just entered alpha stage. Continue, Hmm. and alert me if there is any change. Yes, Doctor. They tell me my name is Helen. I don't know if I believe them, but like a lot of things in my life, I don't get a choice. Water is my first memory. Not swimming or sinking or even floating. Just water. I think it was when I was born. That doesn't make sense because it wasn't that long ago. And they tell me I'm about 12. But that's still what I think. I remember they took me out of the water when I was born. I didn't want to leave. It didn't feel right. I felt heavy, stiff, solid. Like I was a shape I didn't want to be. When they told me they were going to put me back into the water, I was happy at first. But then I hated it. I felt awkward, helpless, uncomfortable. They made me wear a mask so I could breathe. Like now. They told me that if the mask came off while I was in the water, the water would get into my mouth and into my nostrils and my lungs, and I would die. It wasn't like that before. I feel like I've lost something. Sometimes I wonder if my name really is Helen. Maybe they're lying to me about that. Because if they're lying to me about my name, maybe they're lying to me about the mask too. Maybe if I take it off and breathe in, I'll be with the water again. The right way, I mean. Not the other way. There's something else in the water here, too. Something that doesn't want to be here. I know how it feels. Subject is entering stage two, Doctor. Any change in vital signs? All systems are nominal, Doctor. Continue... Observe all standard protocols. Understood. Begin process on subject B. Sequence beginning. I wonder how much the other one blames me. For what's happened to it. I guess sooner or later I'll know. 
They don't allow me to go out. I've been told there's a whole big wide world out there, but I've only heard that. I want to go out and see it, but I can't. The best I can do is leave my room, sometimes. It takes some effort on my part. It's worth it up to a point. I'm stronger there. I can actually walk without assistance. I can even run. But there's no windows or doors. And the hospital is dark and empty. No doctors, no nurses. Just the orderlies. Dr. Kasperzak sends them after me when I go out. She wants them to bring me back. She says they're there for my protection. She also says my name is Helen. I don't think she's lying, though. I just think she has a different idea of the truth. After water, the next thing I remember is fear. I didn't know where I was or why, just that I was afraid. That's the word I've been told for that feeling, of being alone, of not knowing what was happening, of wanting it to stop. I couldn't help myself, so I cried out for something, for someone. And then I remember light. I didn't see it the way I normally see things. Just that it was light, very far away, and it was there, and I reached out to it. I wish I'd never done that, because I realize now I didn't see the light. It saw me. It noticed me, and it came close. It liked the fear, and that made the fear worse. And that made it happier. And that's when they trapped it. The worm. That's what I call it. That's what it wants to be called. That's what everyone will call it when it's finally awake. Shut down control sequence. Doctor, event containment is collapsing. Sever connection to subject A. It's trying to maintain contact. It will let go. It has no choice. Containment failure? 40%, Doctor. That's more than twice what it did last time. <laughs> Do not concern yourself. It's merely rattling its cage. Status on subject A? No damage to subject A, Doctor. Good. Remove her and return her to her room. Reset all equipment. We'll try again in a few hours. I had a doctor. She wore a cross around her neck. She told me God loved me, and that he sent his angels to look after people like me. The worm thought that was really funny. I can hear the worm's thoughts, and through me the doctor could hear its thoughts too. So she left. 
They always leave. Dr. Kasperzak wants me to control the worm. She says it's my destiny. It's in my blood. The worm just wants to be free. I want to be free. I want them both to leave me alone. They can't win. Not yet. Because I'm stronger than the fear. It doesn't go away. It just means I'm stronger. For now. When I dream, I see the cities in the desert, where the things like the worm held sway, where the people served the angels and the angels served them. Or so they thought. It didn't end well. It won't end well now. I won't end well now. It'll be awake soon. I won't be able to let it sleep forever. I can hear its dreams. And in those dreams it tells me that when it wakes, it will set me free. I'd like to be free. Free to see this world. Dr. Aziz says he wants to save me. But I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure if he understands it either. The knight says he wants to protect me. His friends are coming. But they're bringing something else. Something I don't like. All systems normal, Doctor. Good. You should be proud of yourself, my dear. You're doing very well. Controlled. Freed. Saved. Protected. In the end, one of them will win. And when that time comes, I'll be fine. I'm sure of it. As sure as my name is Helen. You have been listening to The Account, A Tale of the Waking World, The Lightning for Hire Part 8, Interlude, Helen. Written and performed by Cayenne Chris Conroy as part of the Technical Difficulties Podcast series. To contact this podcast, that's techdiff at gmail.com. You can comment on the show over at techdiff.com. Follow us at Twitter at twitter.com slash techdiff and look for Technical Difficulties on Facebook and Google+. To be continued next time on The Lightning for Hire Part 9. But before then, there'll be a little break on the high seas. This is it, kids. I'll be off on my vacation, going on a cruise in the Southern Caribbean with Jonathan Colton and company. It's going to be quite fun if I survive the trip. 
And by that, I mean if the plane doesn't crash and the boat doesn't sink and we don't get attacked by pirates or the Kraken or something like that. I don't know. I've never been on one of these before. And naturally, I tend to think the worst or at least imagine the worst. I guess I'm just preparing myself for my ultimate demise. So if I don't make it back, in a couple of weeks, you should be getting another episode of The Account. Uh, schedule willing. As everyone may know before, it's been finalized. I've been given the go-ahead and the clearance to um, to go ahead and do that audiobook. Uh, and uh, we'll be getting that. T- I want to make sure a paper is signed before I announce it. But yeah, if you've listened to Pseudopod, you kind of have an idea of what I'm going to be doing. Um but I'm really excited about the audiobook, and I'm really excited about this cruise. And unfortunately, my wife has come down with a cold. I had a cold earlier this week, and um, and she got it for me. And I got it from someone else. You know, I always feel guilty about those things like colds, but I really, philosophically, I have to say no one's at fault here except for the damn virus. Because I didn't ask for the cold, and I'm sure the person who gave it to me didn't ask for it, and so on and so forth. It's just evolution taking advantage of our bodies as an incubation tank. That's that's what it is. In other project-related news, I did a play earlier this week uh, via Skype. That was most fun and interesting, working with live actors via Skype and recording myself to be sent off to be edited into a uh, to a short play that uh, will be posted. Uh, well, when it's posted and when it goes up, I'll tell you all about it. Until then, I, I it's one of those things. I, I I know I'm a little bit vague on these things, but I did do a play, and um, I don't like to announce it until the people who are producing it, if it's not in my control, the people who are in charge of it, give me the go-ahead to announce something. So when I get a clearance from them saying, yes, everything's good, and we don't have to redo anything, or we hate you and we're, you're fired, or something like that, then I'll go ahead and say, hey, guess what I did? It's really cool, and then you'll be able to hear it. So you'll get to be able to hear me as an actor. And for once, I got directed by somebody else in, in an audio capacity, since generally speaking, when people ask me to contribute stuff to their projects, they just leave me leave me to my own recognizance, and I don't get to have someone um, direct me. And this is only one of a handful of times, where, like two or three times, that I've had somebody else, you know, listen to what I do, and they say, okay, let's try it like this, or I didn't like that take. And, and I gotta say, I really enjoy the directing process. I like it when people tell me what to do, as long as it's not my own work. Um, then, I'm, then I'm a control freak, I guess. But uh, anyway, so there it is. I've got, anyway, 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 I just keep saying, anyway. Uh, I've got uh, the audiobook that I'm going to get to work on so hard after I get back from the cruise because it's going to be a massive undertaking. And then I've got um, some other projects I need to do at the same time. And the audiobook's going to be the main thing and finishing up the account, which I'll try to get done as soon as possible. Then I'll get back to doing some comedy and doing some more Waking World episodes and all this other stuff. <sighs> I'm done. Uh, I'm, I'm toast now. I have to go off and, and be on a big boat. So I'll, uh, I'll tell you how that went. And um, you won't be able to follow me on Twitter during that period of time since I'll be on a boat. And getting Twitter will be entirely too expensive. But that's all right. It's a good time for me to sort of electronically decompress. I hope you enjoyed the show this week. And I'll be back again ASAP with all kinds of news about how I was on a boat. And how I didn't go too far to the left or too far to the right because I saw those training films on how people sink. So, yeah, that's it. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Sonic Summerstock Playhouse is on the air. Exclusively on Mutual, the Summerstock Playhouse is an annual celebration of old-time radio remakes by modern-day audio drama producers, each putting their own special spin on a classic program. Don't miss a single episode. Sundays in July and August, only on Mutual. Better living through audio.